Well, as if we don't have enough to worry about in the world already, now apparently I have to worry about super bed bugs. Thanks a lot, Scott Schantz. Yeah, hey, I just want to say don't shoot the messenger, okay? <laughs> I didn't bring the super bed bugs here. I haven't traveled in a long time. But uh, unfortunately, you know how we there's been lots of talk about antibiotics, and as we use antibiotics, we become resistant yes. to antibiotics, right? Yes. The same thing has apparently been happening with pesticides, and as a result, bed bugs are growing immune to certain pesticides and are growing stronger and morphing into a super bed bug. I saw this article that was saying super bed bugs are here. They're coming. Normally they live in warmer climates, but they're moving north. And I panicked because that's what I do. Uh, so I got in touch with Richard Naylor. He's an entomologist and is an expert in bed bugs. And I would like to say that there are people, I'm glad that there are people who make their expertise bed bugs so that I don't, I don't have to do it. And I asked him about this, about this apparent new strain of super bed bugs. I mean, there's been tons in the media recently. Um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's a new strain. There's something that's changing all the time. The more we sort of subject them to uh, different chemicals, different insecticides, the more they adapt. You know, we, we tend to, if you apply, it's usually pyrethroid insecticides we use. If you apply an insecticide and knock out most of them, the ones that survive uh, are just a little bit different, just a little bit more resistant. And those are the ones that run off and set up a new infestation. And so they're just a little bit different from from the original population. And over time, we gradually change them. Uh, and, and in different countries, applying different chemicals, they're they're gradually evolving in slightly different ways. Um, so that so there's not it's not like one new strain pops up, but like a gradually evolving uh, species cha- changing in different parts of the world steadily. Yeah, they're changing into a like a or evolving to be uh, harder to treat. And I think people are kind of worried that bed bugs are going to to end up almost like untreatable or something that we're just going to have to live with as opposed to something that we can eliminate. Uh, is that is that a fear that you can relate to? Do you think that's a possibility? Um, so I think in the in the sort of 30s and 40s, we had there were really a, a lot more bed bugs. You know, there, there were reports that every house in London had bed bugs. So that so that so the in our not too distant uh, history, uh, they've been very much more common, and we had about 50 years where uh, we we uh, introduced some very potent insecticides, DDT being one, but there was a uh, a range of them, uh, and we almost wiped them out. And for for yeah, for about 50 years, we hardly saw any, uh, and and in the over the last few decades, really, we've gradually reduced the range of chemicals that we're prepared to spray around our beds. You know, we're we're a bit more cautious about the uh, the impact of these things on our health and the, and the environment, and so we've reduced the range of chemicals that we are prepared to spray around, uh, and and we're kind of overusing the few chemicals that we have left, which is which is what's caused resistance to the, the primarily the pyrethroids, um, uh, and and so and so we're seeing bed bugs are, are, gen, are gradually increasing. That's true, and and really the I. I, I I don't think it's all doom and gloom. There's, there's a lot of uh, um, investment in, within the kind of pest management industry to find uh, new solutions for them, but they tend to not be like, what's the next thing to spray? They're more uh, more diverse range of traps. There's traps, uh, kind of pitfall traps and things that fit around the bed legs. There's a, a kind of a broad range of different options uh, and bed design. Bed, bed design is a huge thing. Some, bed, some beds are very difficult for bed bugs to infest, kind of, Frame beds with metal legs are very difficult for bed bugs to climb into. 
Um, so you, you can do a lot with just choosing your beds carefully. Yeah. Okay. So a bit of a like sort of a measure of um, patience and and rationality as we sort of try to tackle this problem. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I appreciate that. You know, because it's very easy for I think if you know you've ever had to deal with bed bugs, it can be really like psychologically uh, traumatizing as well as just you know having to live with them. You mentioned the like uh, bed with metal legs, which is something that I hadn't heard before. Are there other things that a person can do to sort of minimize their risk? You know, there's a lot of condos, a lot of old buildings here in Vancouver, and I've heard that, you know, if they're in one unit in a building, you know, it's really hard to get rid of them because they just go over to another it, unit yeah. and then they're they can come back. They're very good at splitting through buildings, yeah. Yeah, so yeah uh, isolating the bed is good. So if, you can't, if, you, if you've got a bed with metal legs, then you don't need to do much more to stop them climbing because they just can't climb up shiny surfaces. Their feet just don't work on shiny. So that's their kind of Achilles heel, really. And you can get, uh, you can get dishes that fit under the bed legs. You can get uh, sticky tapes that go around the bed legs. So there's a lot you can do to isolate your bed. So you, you can't stop them coming into your condo necessarily, but you can stop them climbing into your bed. And of course, there might be the odd one that manages to climb on with your clothes. But if you if you keep or or your if your you know your blankets are touching the floor overnight, um, then you, there's always a possibility of one climbing up. But the the more you can do to make it difficult for them to spread around, the easier it is to beat them. Yeah. yeah, and you hear, like, I've heard people suggest that, you know, anytime they come home from a vacation, they, you know, clean out their suitcases and, and do laundry and that type of thing. Is is that something that yeah. you have seen, like people bring yeah, yeah, bed bugs home on, on vacation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the, you can you can avoid bringing them home by not, like, the, really the worst thing you can do when you're, when you're uh, staying in a hotel is to... Uh, spread all your belongings, open your bag on the bed and spread your belongings out on the bed. Often there's two beds in the same room and people use one of the beds for laying out their clothes and laying out their suitcase. But but that's the best way of, of encouraging a bed bug to come out that night and then cl- crawl in there for somewhere to hide. They, they're not deliberately trying to come home with you. They're just looking for a good good little crevice to squeeze into somewhere near where they can feed. So if you provide them lots of potential hiding places, so yeah, keep, keeping your belongings off the beds and away from the beds, you know, at least a meter from the beds, ideally. Uh, if, they, if they provide a luggage rack, use the luggage rack. If, you, if you're tra- traveling with a rucksack, you're much more susceptible to bed bugs because they've got lots of zips and pockets and places to hide. But if you have these hard shell suitcases with wheels, it's more difficult for a bed bug to climb onto or climb inside. Right. Um, so these kind of strategies are for stopping bringing them home with you. Richard Naylor, he's an entomologist specializing in bed bugs. And I like that there is some practical thinking there, Simi. Like, yes, they are adapting, but, you know, that's they've always been adapting. Just get metal legs on your bed, plastic hard shell suitcase, and don't put it on that second bed in the bedroom when you travel. Right. This is all creepy and gross, and I'm not sure how romantic it was for Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, we already established that not everybody loves Valentine's true, Day. True. It so, was useful. Yeah. Information because you're right. Like that second bed, I think a lot oh, of do people that. do that. Yeah, huge information there. And I travel with a backpack, not anymore. Right. I love that he said rucksack. So that's a backpack. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Get a hard shell suitcase. I'm going to put all of this into use the next time I travel. I do have a hard shell suitcase, so I did feel a little bit better when he said that. Yeah, see, I don't. So that's, I'm, I've, 
count myself lucky. I used to leave my suitcase in the garage for like two days before bringing it in. Oh, that's not a bad idea, though. That's two, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, all right. And I'm one of those people who unpacks right away, and that might not be a good thing. Right. Well, no, he, like unpack right away if you're going to wash everything. Yeah, but that's if what you're going to leave it outside, yeah. I take that, it. Everything goes in the wash when yeah, I come home. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay. the way to go. All right. This was very useful. Thank you An very much for that. Ounce of prevention for a Thank pound of cure. You. I like that. That is our Scott Shans with great advice on preventing those super bed bugs from getting a hold at your house.